Ladies and gentlemen, we'll begin our final descent. As we prepare for landing, please make sure your seatbelt is fastened and your seat back and tray tables are stowed. Also this time, please put away all carry-on items, including laptop and devices of similar size for landing. landing. Ladies and gentlemen, prepare to enter Kulturama with Diva. Hello listeners and welcome to another exciting program in Kulturama with Diva, where simplicity is the best thing. I'm Sidney Thorpe and I'm here today because we're having our Christmas special. So... Um, Diva is around, but you won't hear her until it's time for the interviews. In the meantime, though, I am here and I'll be piloting you through the program. And we have some interesting things, as usual, for you to listen to. And we will start off with the music you're hearing in the background. A song called Christmas Love. Okay, so now you know what Christmas love sounds like. Christmas love is just what it is, Christmas love. That piece of music was composed by me some three or four years ago. I can't quite remember exactly. Now I'd have to look at the dates on the computer when I recorded that. And I just got the vibe and I thought, okay, Christmas love it is. Hope that um, it has helped to put something into your day whatever time you're hearing this and we continue with more of that undercurrent so just in case you're wondering what the music is you're hearing sometimes you'll hear it other times you'll hear something else okay so of course the program is 
Kulturama with Diva. Diva is doing the interviews today, so she's in another chair. I am in what they call the air chair, and I will be piloting the proceedings. And now we're going to take two voice notes. And these people are wishing the very best for people like you. You already know this is your boy DJ KI and I'm wishing everyone a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Stay safe, stay blessed. Peace. What's up everyone? This is DJ Ray and I present these Culturama on my Sunday night program here in the UK from 9 p.m. UK time if you are this way and you want to check it out. And I would like to say a wonderful Christmas and a blessed 2022 to all the listeners across the world. That was DJ KI and also DJ Ray sending you warm wishes from wherever they are in the world. DJ KI is somewhere in the States and DJ Ray is somewhere in the UK, as he told you. All right, so let's hear now our first interview. The first of two. Diva is somewhere around the place and she's going to tell us exactly what's going on. What's going on, Diva? With me in studios, I have Miss Naomi Hanarella, and she is the 2021 Miss Blind Diva winner. Hi, Naomi. Welcome to the program. Hello, Tia. Thank you so much for having me on your program. I, I'm very honored to be a part of this with you. Okay, so first tell us who is Naomi Panarella? Oh, okay. Well, I am from Houston, Texas, born and raised. I moved away for a few years and lived in New York, uh, but came back to Texas. I currently work full-time as an executive assistant for an oil and gas company in the downtown area of Houston, which is uh, the fourth largest city in the U.S. Um, uh, yes, it is. It's, it is a big city. You know the saying, everything in Texas is bigger, and it's very true. Um, <laughs> I also, outside of working full-time, I take French classes, I take uh, Latin ballroom classes, which happened to be the, the talent portion for uh, my submission for the pageant. I also serve as the vice president for the Foundation Fighting Blindness Houston chapter. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I also serve as the treasurer for a local uh, nonprofit organization called HAVEN, which is an acronym spelled H-A-V-I-N. It stands for Houston Area Visually Impaired Network. Uh, so... Yes, I am visually impaired myself. I have retinitis pigmentosa. I was diagnosed about seven years ago. Um, so I do, I do still have sight. I have low vision. I am in the midst of white cane training and just living my best life, guys. Just living my best. So that's me in a nutshell. Why have you decided to enter this pageant? I decided to enter this pageant because the previously reigning uh, Miss Blind Diva, <laughs> Brittany Carl, <laughs> is also from Texas. And I had never heard the pageant. A friend of mine told me about her, not necessarily that she had won the pageant, but right. just about her as an individual. And she is a woman to reckon with because she is just amazing. She's inspiring. She's she beautiful. Is. And <laughs> she won last year's pageant and she was from Texas. So I thought, you know what? I'm going to give it a go. I mean, again, as Tia, you mentioned, this pageant is based in New Jersey and they recently had to go virtual. So that allowed obviously a bigger uh, amount of contestants to participate. So I decided to go for it. 
I had, you know, my talent sorted, you know, did they all the preliminary submissions, you know, also I, um, I'm a woman of a particular age. I have no issue saying what my age is and I'm happy to share with you guys. I'm a fabulous 44 year old woman. Uh, and you know, you just, I guess sometimes hearing that age doesn't necessarily trigger pageantry. So that again was something else I thought, you know what? I don't care how old I am. I'm just gonna go for this pageant. I don't care that I'm, you know, a Latina, I am single, I live alone. I, you know, I do, I'm extremely independent, hence the pageant. So I thought this, this is perfect. I'm, I'm just gonna go for it. I entered this pageant because, you know, I've heard about it, but I'm like, who owns this thing? And when I met the founder um, in, a, in, a, in a group on Facebook, mm-hmm. I did some research on her website. I asked a couple of questions and I thought about it. I, I did not decide to enter so quickly, but I thought about it. And then I said, you know what, let me enter to represent me. Yes. Jamaica, the Caribbean, and the world. What are some of your successes and your failures in life? successes i would say that you know i've i've come a long way i come from a a latin hispanic family where i am actually the first in my family to attend college and graduate um so for me that's that's tremendous because neither one of my parents attended college nor did my brother um and i'm you know third maybe fourth generation here in the U.S. and that's a big deal to me um, because I did it on my own. I had no assistance. I put myself through school. I was working full time, same time. Probably some of the toughest years I've ever experienced. But you know, you just keep pushing. I moved out. I got my first apartment. All I had was a, a bed frame. I had no furniture, but I was so happy that I was managing to get out on my own and slowly, slowly continue to progress in my career. Um, and I just recently, on my birthday, a couple of weeks ago, closed on my first townhouse. Um, again, another tremendous success that I felt like, my gosh, and, and you're doing this as a low vision person, you know, there's yes. a lot of, you know, challenges for us and to be able to navigate throughout my job every day and, you know, in, in this new house and a new neighborhood and new neighbors and, you know, I, I've I found that one of my biggest successes after being diagnosed uh, a few years back is just sharing my story with people. Because in the beginning, you know, people think I'm intoxicated or, you know, I'm, I'm, there's always some, you know, question mark above my head floating as I'm trying to navigate through whatever my environment is. And, you know, I finally came to terms with just saying, you know what, I just have to share my story and tell people what I'm experiencing. And it uh, it led to a tremendous amount of successes, personal, romantic, with the family, financially. It just, it was like this floodgate had opened, just me being willing to be comfortable. And I consider that a huge success to be comfortable with the fact that I am a visually impaired person. And, you know, I'm here to educate the, the, the uh, sighted world about my visual impairment because you know we're on a spectrum um there are some people who are completely blind there are some people who have minimal you know vision i mean it just really varies so i consider that to be probably the biggest success out of all of uh, my successes and as far as failures i would say in the beginning not being comfortable with being uncomfortable if that makes any sense um i failed myself in not you know, kind of maybe earlier on, allowing myself to let others know that it's okay that I don't see everything that you see, or I need, you know, special tools or assistance. Right. And I struggled with that for, for quite a bit, like maybe two years, two, three years. Mm-hmm. Um, and in hindsight, honestly, yeah, I wish that I had just gone full throttle in the beginning and just said, screw it. I'm just going to tell everybody what's happening. But, you know, there's some embarrassment. There's some shyness. There's there's a lot of that that happens in the beginning um, when you're diagnosed with a visual impairment and you're having to deal with it internally, mentally, physically, emotionally. 
Um, so I feel like maybe that was a failure to myself um, and, and a little bit of a disservice, but I managed to turn it around into a success and I'm very happy that I am where I am now. Which one do Americans celebrate more, Christmas or Thanksgiving? Ooh, I'm going to say Christmas because we have some pretty ridiculous traditions. Some of them, I, I never realized how really? silly they were or how over the top we were until I started dating my boyfriend who is from Paris, France, and he's been here all four years in the U.S. And I remember he and I having a conversation and he said, I have to go to this party, but I have to wear this some kind of Christmas sweater. And I said, oh my gosh, are you going to an ugly sweater Christmas party? And he said, I don't know what this is. So I explained to him what it was. I showed him pictures of quote unquote ugly sweaters. And he thought, okay, but why do you do this? <laughs> and I had no answer for him. I just said, I don't know. We just, Americans are nuts about Christmas. We start Christmas shopping early. We have Black Friday. We have uh, shop small Saturday. We have Cyber Monday. I mean, we've created these days just around the shopping in relation to Christmas. People, <laughs> you know, go all out decorating their homes. There's a television program on TV where they homes compete. Homeowners compete for who has the really? best lighting display with music wow. set to it. I'm telling you, Christmas by far is the the more celebrated holiday of the two now which is more important to me personally is thanksgiving what does christmas mean to you you know to me christmas means kind of you know taking a step back and reflecting on the past year because it happens you know so close to the end of the year on the 25th um and then there's new year's eve and new year's day um so i tend to start reminiscing about new friendships that have been cultivated like ours yes um, you know family members that i'm very blessed to still have in my life mm. um you know remembering people that unfortunately we've lost um to this pandemic or to whatever so it's just for me it's a time of reflection um which is so important to 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 be grateful for, to feel so blessed, to be where you are, to have what you have, like you said, waking, just waking up and, and being given a day is yeah. a gift. If you had one wish for Christmas, what would it be and why? I would like to wish for all of my friends, family, even complete strangers to experience one full day of complete joy, cheer, and happiness, whatever that is for that individual, if they could have it for 24 hours. What do you like doing on Christmas Day? On Christmas Day, so I usually spend it with my family. We all get together, my sister comes over, my nieces, my nephews, sometimes the neighbors stop by, I'm there nice. with my parents. Yeah. Um, we eat dinner, we watch a little bit of TV because American football is so important here. And so sometimes there's usually a game on. Um, everyone, you know, there's music playing, we're having, you know, cocktails, and then we all uh, congregate into this, uh, like the front living room of my parents' house and we play board games. And mm. it's really fun because, you know, it's silly and, you know, we're competing <laughs> against each other and, you know, just having that day um, is just really, really special because I'm, I'm fortunate. I still have my parents. However, this year I'm actually traveling to Puerto Rico and it's the first time I've not um, been at home in Houston. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited, but I'm kind of like anxiously nervous, if that makes any sense. Because <laughs> I'm so I'm so comfortable with what we do every year. But like I said earlier, I'm learning to become comfortable with uncomfortableness. And I've already told my family, listen, I planned this trip, you know, and they said, oh, okay, no problem. You know, okay, um, 
no worries. We'll see you, you know, for Thanksgiving and after Christmas. But yeah, I, I wanted to do something different. What are some holiday meal traditions you guys cook for Christmas? Oh, um, I don't know that we have any like specific traditions other than, you know, us getting together and doing our kind of, you know, thing that I ran through of saying what we do earlier. We don't really have, um, I don't think we really have anything specific. You know, like we don't have a, a, a dish or a specific type of food. Or you know what? I take that back now that I'm thinking about it. I don't know what I'm saying. So in the Mexican culture, I, I'm like a descendant of Mexico. Mm-hmm. We have tamales. I don't know if you've ever heard of these. Or yes. If any of your listeners are familiar with them. They are the mm-hmm. most fabulous things to me. And uh, we will have those as a family because it is deeply rooted in our culture. They take a tremendous amount of work to create. And they are just so delicious. Um, so that mm. that's something I, I can I can share that I that we do do as a, a tradition, um, but it's more of a cultural thing. So I don't know that most families honor that, but because of my Mexican descent and heritage, we do. Well, that was Naomi and Diva, and they had a lot to talk about in that interview. We actually did play you excerpts of it. We couldn't play all of it because that would have gone on and on and on because they had so many things to talk about. But um, they'll be back sometime next year to tell you more stuff. So don't worry yourself. They're not far away. All right. And of course, now it's time for me to tell you that this program that we're listening to, Culturama with Diva, hosted by Sydney Thorpe and Diva, but I'm Sydney Thorpe, as you know, is brought to you by Inner Sanctum Entertainment Limited. They have been very good to us over a number of years, and we're very grateful for the assistance that they have given us. And we just want to say a very big hi to all the people who work with Inner Sanctum Entertainment Limited. Aaron George, big up yourself, sir. Are you that? Yeah. All right. All the way from Trinidad. And this is what Inner Sanctum has to say. We are Inner Sanctum Entertainment Limited, proud sponsor of Culturama with Diva. We encourage you to listen and join us in a journey of cultures, ideas, and innovations as Diva takes us around the world with her guests. An amazing show with an amazing host. We thank you for accepting the challenge of opening your mind. We are Inner Sanctum Entertainment Limited and we are a proud sponsor of Culturama with Diva. Thank you, Inner Sanctum Entertainment. And now we have some more voice notes. We have Three voice notes from three wonderful people. So we're going to listen to those right now. Hi, everyone. Big up to everyone here on the Culturama podcast. My name is Karen Fung. I am the owner of Caribbean Business Elegance located here in Jamaica. I would like to extend a big season's greetings to all of the business owners all of the moms, the dads, the children out there. I encourage you all to stay positive. I encourage you to set your goals for the new year and just work on them one at a time. Don't stop working. I know sometimes things seem very difficult, but we just want to keep pushing. And that is the motto for 2022, keep pushing. Thank you and I hope you have a wonderful Christmas and a fantastic new year. Hi Tani, I'd like to send Christmas greetings to my parents, Karen and Michael Finley, my siblings, Shereen, Howard, Akim, Kazim, Javian, 
I would also like to send greetings to my cousin, my favorite cousin, Anika or Anne-Marie and Christopher, her partner. I'd also like to send Christmas greetings to Rodrika, Jermaine, Brandon, Roxanne and all my other family and friends. So there you have it. I did say three voice notes, but it's actually two. Two voice notes, boy, tell you. And those came from people in Jamaica. All right, so now it's time for some music from Fab Five. And um, I was asked to play this one because of what's going to happen afterwards. And when you hear the song, for those people who are Jamaicans or for those people who are familiar with uh, Jamaican Christmas music, then you know exactly what this song is talking about. It says, Welcome back to Jamaica. Merry Christmas to all visiting Jamaicans. We're glad to come out of the freezer to enjoy warm Jamaica. Welcome back to Jamaica, the sound of Fab Five. And that song took the place by storm when it came out in 1990. And the result of which you can see on YouTube when so many people wanted to be in that video. Okay, so that's a little bit of history about that song, Welcome Back to Jamaica. And it mentioned some food. And perhaps that's the reason why we played it, because we're going to hear about some food now and that's where we bring diva into the picture and she's going to be talking to kerry and thomas and i won't say anything else take it away diva i'm with the beautiful elegant chef classy lady woman of god mother everything you can think of miss kerry and who is kerry and thomas 
okay, uh, Karen Thomas is somewhat reserved. I love my alone time. I am. I love writing inspirational quotes. I love singing. I love helping people. Reading is one of the things that I love to do because I love to research stuff. Um, I'm bold, brave, and beautiful. Yeah, so, and I love the kitchen. That That's something that came at a later part of my life. But being in the kitchen is my peace. It's my comfort. It's something that gets me going. Take us through a true Jamaican Christmas breakfast. Okay, well, Christmas Day especially, because it's really one day that everybody goes crazy about. It's one time of the year that everybody looks forward to. And so when it comes to preparing breakfast in the Jamaican style, people love their beef for breakfast with either, some people probably have it with bread because that's how my family enjoy their breakfast at Christmas morning. Nice chew cooked down beef with bread. That's how we enjoyed it. And but most persons will have it with like food and they will have probably like their pork, something heavy to carry them through the day while preparing the, the, the meal for the remainder of the day. But that is the main thing that I know. And some people have their hot chocolate tea. Some people might have their coffee. Some people might have their, their Milo. It, it depends on what a family might can afford within their own home. But for the most part, that is their breakfast. What about the stewed chicken and the Afghan sausage and the macaron? Don't tell us about those. Yes, well, as for the stewed chicken, as I said, persons prepare stuff that they would want. But our main Jamaican dish is Afghan saltfish. So persons will have that with like the banana and the yam. Some persons will have their stewed chicken with just about the same thing. So when you when you look at a Jamaican family, everybody goes for the Jamaican style of preparing their meal, and some goes for what they can afford. But aki and saltfish is something that most people goes for and chew chicken. Some people go for both, because some family look about two different meat cows. So they would have like the Akian saltfish and a little of the stewed chicken. And if they can even go more, they go more. Some people look about the three different meals for Christmas, you know, three different meat kind. Or some people do two or one, whatever you can afford. But it's really about the chicken, the oxtail, the curry goat, the, the ham. And let's tell you, Gungo. People go crazy for gungo at Christmas. Gungo peas. And you that, that goes with the rice. So that's this gungo rice and peas. And then you have your mashed potatoes. And then there's no Christmas without sorrel, guys. I'm sorry. No Christmas without sorrel. And your nice fruit cake. Some people call it black cake. Some yes. people call it Christmas cake. It, it's it's have it various names, but it's the same thing. Gungo rice and peas and red peas. That is something where, if the red for the red peas part, if it is if it is too tough, people put you put it in the pressure pot, and you season up your pressure pot. But before you season up your pressure pot, you pressure it because you want it to get tender. So you pressure it for a while, maybe half an hour, depending on, on, on how the peas is. It can be pressured to the point where it gets soft a bit. Some people soak it from overnight to help with that tenderness. 
before they actually put it in the in the pot. So we'll get up in the morning because Christmas is a day, you know. You have to get up early for the things. It's not a joking matter. You get up early when it comes to Christmas. You prepare the breakfast part of it and get that out of the way. And as a matter of fact, you meet for the most part for most Jamaicans of course. season their meat days before Christmas. So when that meat is ready, it is well seasoned. So you get up in the morning and whatever meat you know going to take long, you start work on that alongside the peas. So even probably while you're preparing breakfast, the peas is on already, fresh shine. Whatever meat is there, you have your 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 wood your wood your coal stove or your or your wooden thing where you just cut some wood and make your, your fire out the door and you just start things going. Because actually Christmas is an early dinner thing. And that is why you have to start early in the morning so you can finish before night. Christmas is a different atmosphere. It's a different feeling. And yes. everybody has something to do in the household. Who one day with the vegetable? Day with the vegetable. Who one be dealing right. with the potato salad? They prepare that. Everything. And you're good. Everybody deal with whatever they are good at doing in that house to make that meal a lovely meal. So is you cooking Christmas dinner this year again, lady? Oh, yes. Oh, I'm looking you forward have quite to a bit of work um, to do. Oh, early morning. Daughter, I have to step in. <laughs> wow. Yes. Wow. So tell us about the other cakes that people can eat for Christmas. Pudding. Yes, nice yellow heart sweet potato pudding. When you grab that and grate that, the smell of grated sweet potato is nice. You know? Oh gosh. And when you flavor up everything and your flour and all that you need to go into that and you put that, either you want to do hella tap hella bottom or you want to put it in the oven and you bake it. People enjoy a nice flavored sweet potato pudding for Christmas. Mm-hmm. I have an addition to that, and that is my strong mac pudding. And quite a few, I can't wait for it to get out there for people to love it and enjoy it. Because I do it in, in three different formats. But I love one more than I love the other. <laughs> But that strongback pudding came from cornmeal pudding. The idea of strongback pudding came from cornmeal pudding. You just add your other stuff to it to make it your own. That name came about from a friend of mine in England because I didn't have a name for it. And when he told me, Kerry, what are the stuff you put in that? And I told him a few of the stuff. And he said, Kerry, that's a strong back pudding. And that's how he got that name. But persons love it. Like, love, love it. And I'm trying my best for those who order this year to let each person get a slice of it so they can experience what it really is. It's not work for me being in the kitchen. Persons look forward to order in cake for me at Christmas. Some persons are actually drifting away from the traditional Christmas cake because they are thinking more of having less sweets in their products. And that is where I come in because from last year, officially last year, I started baking for persons who are who have diabetes, I need to take people's mind away from thinking that diabetic products are not nice, that mm-hmm. they are not enjoyable, that if you want to go on a diet and you want to eat something healthy, that it tastes bad. No, 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 no. Maybe one time, mm. but not in my business. Thank you so much, Kerry, for your time, your efforts, and your patronage in uh, ensuring that our people or diabetes, persons with diabetes, get the help they need. Thanks, Dan, for having me.
that was Kerry and Thomas talking with Diva and they were talking about food well originally or generally they were talking about Kerry Anne and Kerry Anne is about food um, hopefully she will forgive me for saying that but then that's her passion and she can bake I can promise you she can bake all right and um, if you're just joining us you're really late because we've had some very interesting things happening on this program. We had two in interviews with with Diva. Um, and she was talking with Naomi. And then after that, she was talking with Carrie Ann. And they were talking about some very interesting things. And they both will be back sometime next year to talk to Diva about other stuff. So make sure you don't miss it. The program, by the way, is our Christmas special right now as you listen to me the christmas special is something we do every year since this program started three years ago or just over two years ago however you want to look at it this is the third edition of the christmas special of uh, culturama with diva and this program is brought to you by inner sanctum entertainment limited and we would like to express our greatest thanks to them for all the assistance they have given to us for the time they've been sponsoring us and we'll allow them to say more about who they are if you need instrumentals recording mixing or mastering maybe a music video photo shoot or graphic designing Need bouncy castles, face painting, popcorn, cotton candy, or characters for the kids? Want to do online or offline promotion? Maybe both. Let's print your t-shirts and everything else. Here at Inner Sanctum Entertainment Limited, we got you covered. Reach us on FB and Instagram at Inner Sanctum Entertainment LTD, YouTube at Inner Sanctum Entertainment, and Twitter at iSanctum Studios. Or call us at 1-866-338-4123. That's 1-866-338-4123. It's amazing how people's names get changed around. He's Aaron, spelled A-R-R-O-N. And some people call him Aaron, which is spelled A-A-R-O-N. That's very interesting. What's in the name anyway? If you're Aaron or Aaron, doesn't matter, does it? All right, so he is the man who is in charge of Inner Sanctum. He gives us all those bits and pieces of information that you hear on Culturama with Diva week after week. All right, so for those people who are going to be driving home or if you're driving home now, then that's good. Drive carefully. Now, we're going to hear a song that I found very interesting. I, I, I happened to be listening to something last week and I heard this song. I want to drive home for Christmas. Now, uh, that's an interesting request, if you understand where this song is coming from and who is singing this song. A group called David and the Spread Eagles. And um, they are blind guys, eh? And they want to drive home for Christmas. If you listen to the words of this song, believe me, you will not have heard any kind of lyrics like this anywhere else before so let me not keep you in the dark for much longer here are david and the spread eagles and they want to drive home for christmas
in Braille and you as a blind guy want to drive home for Christmas now how will you read those road signs interesting though I always find things like those those blind jokes they're great really great so that's taken from the Reaper Christmas album for this year Reaper is the is the software that I'm using to do this program on right now as we speak is a multi-track recording software and they're raising funds for the osara project and osara is the accessibility software that is being developed as we speak so that people like me can use reaper to bring the program to people like you and that's one of the things that i like to do to help to make your life interesting okay and i also would like to drive home for christmas well yeah i've driven before but that's another story we'll talk about that sometime next year probably who knows and that also brings us to the end of today's christmas special the program has been culturama with diva 
and I am Sydney Thorpe. I did the lion's share part of it today in pre presenting it to you. Diva kind of took a little bit of the background, but she came out front to interview people who have been living some very interesting lives, and you'll hear more about them next year. And I'd like to thank all those listeners who have been so very supportive since January up until now, December, who have given us really great vibes so that we can continue doing these podcasts for you week after week after week. And we try to make them as interesting as we possibly can. And we would like to wish you a very great season, whatever is left of it. If you're going through the Christmas season or other types of holiday, may the holiday season be good to you. I hope you will keep out of any harm so that you will be able to share your experiences with us next year, starting shortly. All right, so until we speak again, remember, life is an incredible phenomenon. Make sure you enjoy yours so that others can enjoy it too. Live good, love God, and we will do stuff again very soon. Hello, I'm Sydney Thorpe. Sydneysizer is here to help you meet your all your recording needs. Call or WhatsApp 876-281-2801 or you can email me at sidnesizer at gmail.com or sidnesizer at outlook.com or you can Skype me using Sydneysizer as my Skype name. Sydneysizer. We can talk. Sydneysizer, where we love to make good things happen. <laughs>